Welcome to the Ross LN Luke Show. G'day, my name is Ross Pepper. My early years were rough. I was suicidal, drug addict and alcoholic. Then one day, about 15 years ago, I discovered personal development and everything changed. It completely transformed my life. I lived a life as if everything in life was kind of done to us. But then I discovered that we're actually the creator of our lives and I've been creating my life ever since. I'm now a loving father and husband, a life coach, a business coach, relationship coach, team and leadership coach, performance coach, author, public speaker, and so much more. None of which were even remotely possible before I discovered personal development. I learned to let go of my past, my false limiting beliefs, such as not being good enough, not being lovable. I let go of all my fears of failure and rejection. I discovered it was possible for me to create happiness regardless of the circumstance I found myself in. I went from being an introvert to an extrovert. And in that journey, I discovered every single person on the planet is infinitely more powerful and capable than they can even imagine. So now I make it my life's purpose to help other people discover their greatness and live the life of their dreams. G'day, my name is Alistair MacDonald, and in my nearly five decades of life, I have experienced and achieved many things. And last 20 or so years has been very focused on business, and there's been many failures, many successes. Most successful business, uh, nearly 50 million turnover, a couple hundred staff, um, was one of the founding members, was one of the, uh, was one of the board members when we merged to grow. So I really have experienced a lot of scaling in business, uh, among other things. These days I'm focused as a business mentor and coach, and I love, I really love spending time inside other people's businesses and seeing them achieve their goals and see their lives go where they want them to go. Hey guys, Luke Farrah here. Ross has wanted me to explain a little bit about myself. Well, where do I start? I'm a father, business owner, investor, fitness, health, and holistic kind of guru. I enjoy life. I'm a great problem solver. Uh, I enjoy laugh too and the journey along the way. So uh, what you see is what you get. Pretty intense sort of guy, but also I like to make others laugh. So probably comedy is where I'm going to go. If you want to reach out, please don't call Ross or Al, specifically Al, Sunday 3am. If you need an alternative email or a phone number, just message me. Cheers. We're Aussie blokes, we're dads, and we're entrepreneurs. Between us, we've made a lot of mistakes and learned a few things about life, love, relationships, and business. And we're here to share those with you. You may get three different perspectives, or you may get one universal agreement. But whatever you take away from today, you can be absolutely guaranteed we enjoyed delivering it to you. Hello and welcome to episode number 72. How are you, gentlemen? Very well. G-string is well adjusted today. G-string, you've still got the G-string. You're still flossing. Mate, I've decided to take it up. (laughs) You've gone full mankini or what? Have we we progressed? Uh, Well, I won't describe it. We'll do maybe we'll do some photo shoot next time. Yeah, just what's See, see now, now I know why. I, now I know why on the last episode I didn't really say hi, how are you all, and we just kind of jumped into the content because it stopped this yeah. type of waffle. There you go. Yeah, but listen, <laughs> it is what it is, and, and if Al feels comfortable in a leopard skin G banger progressing to a mankini, 
then that's what it is. And we support, I support that. Okay, Al? You're the support for that, are you? You're okay. holding up for him. Mate, I'm a, I'm a, I will not view any photos, but I will support you uh, audibly. Will you take them? No, I will not. I will take your phone calls, but not your photos, son. Okay. Just as long as we're clear on all that. You sound disappointed. Have you heard of a selfie stick, mate? They sell them at JB Hi-Fi. Anyway. Ooh, there's a stick. There's a lot of things that could happen with that thing. This conversation makes the title of the book that I wanted to open with even more interesting. It's called, Oh, The Places You'll Go. Uh, yes. Really, guys, The Places You'll Go. So, so yeah, well, it's, okay. We, let's reset. All right. Here we are, uh, episode 72. It's all right. It's already, it's, it's opened, it's done. Oh, okay. Can't edit this? No, I'm just not going to. All right. So, the Dr. Zeus book, um, hopefully we're all aware of Dr. Zeus, um, and a very e- exciting and entertaining and fun author. Yep. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like you, Sam, I am. <laughs> that's, that's one of them, yes. And the, the book that I wanted to, to open with today is Oh, The Places You'll Go. And I don't know how much I can, I can read, so I'm not going to read through the entire book as much as I'd love to. So I'll just read uh, the, the opening here. Congratulations. Today is your day. You're off to great places. You're off and away. You have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. You're on your own and you know what you know. And you are the guy who'll decide where to go. <clears throat> So, who, who do you guys know this book or remember it or read it? No, or? I don't know the author, but not that book specifically. Mm. I used to have, I think, the whole collection. I used to read them myself and with the kids. Yeah, brilliant books. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, this this one's a, a basically. Um, I'm I'm going to give it to my kids uh, before they're eighteen, but I think it's also an awesome book to give it to someone you know potentially when they are eighteen. And they kind of get to a point in their life and they're going to go off and, you know, be, be an adult. Yeah. Um, you know, the few pages in, it also says, you'll be on your way up. You'll be seeing great sights. You'll join the high flyers who soar to high heights. And it also talks about the downs as well. So it's not all up. You know, there's the downs and there's the challenges and, you know, which street do you take and uh, choices that you make and things like that. And I think it's a really yeah, nice. great um, perspective to take and a really fun way to... Look, hey, look, you know, life's coming and, and you're going to be awesome. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to uh, stress about it. There's going to be challenges, sure, but you're just going to take them in your stride. Yep. It'll all be taken care of. Mm. Mm. Which almost flows on from um, our last episode's conversation. Um, what you were saying, Luke, about just, you know, knowing it'll be okay. Yeah. Well, just the knowing that everything will be okay takes all that additional pressure. Off, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Like it's yeah. It's Don't worry What's about that? A thing. <laughs> singing now. <laughs> Every little thing is gonna be alright. Yeah, that's that's the kind of tune. Uh, yeah, I've been singing that a fair bit actually. It's a nice song. Okay. Don't worry. Hmm. That's a nice nice space to come from. Yeah, that song. Don't worry. Yeah. Be happy now. That's that another one? one. Yeah. Okay. That's probably uh, applicable. Mm-hmm. That was Bob, Bobby <laughs> McFerrin taking up where. Yeah, the original Bob left off. Yeah, a bit more of a 
yeah i'm not sure about the yeah taking off from it but it was uh yeah when you say the original bob Marley's. Marley, yeah. I don't, I don't think Bobby McFarlane smoked nearly enough weed. Uh, I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, or played nearly, soccer nearly as enough, well, mate. Nearly enough for what purpose? <laughs> for whatever purpose. Just, well, okay. if, if he was... Yeah, hang on a sec. Backstory, <laughs> Al. Backstory. Apparently it's an important thing you, to do. You were saying he was trying to be like Bob? No. Oh, he's but, taking up where Bob left off. It's well, the the... the the basics are that, yeah, you smoke more weed than anyone you've ever known and that you're really good at soccer. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That, well, yeah. We should try that. We should try that. And play regular uh, music <laughs> intermittently. <laughs> oh, this has gone up on the waffle. We should have cut this off. My next ago. life. Yeah. I'm looking at my next life. <laughs> Sorry, Ross. The- that's all right. If that's what came up for you when I said, "Oh, the places you'll go," <laughs> and we will. I think it's you. a great. I think it's a great book. I think Doctor Seuss. Uh, he runs pretty deep sometimes. If mm. you if you read the books, it's simple, and um, that's a really nice book. Mm. I think that's a really great idea um, to kids, eighteen year olds too. Bit of fun, mm-hmm, uh, yeah. and probably sinks in a little bit too when they read it yeah. at that age. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah, right. some pretty big messages. Like you know, he writes for kids, but the message in that is is really quite a, a mature message. Yep. Mm. So it's universal, really, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You can you know you can start introducing the kind of concepts to kids, but but you know the reality is when you you know you know you're on this journey and you know you can go places and it's all a, you know it's all exciting and there will be challenges and you'll be okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's an awesome message. Uh, for those of you that haven't read uh, Oh, The Places You'll Go, um, I recommend you get out there and, and grab a copy of that. Um, as well as the, the ones we mentioned in the in the other one, there's a lot of stuff out there worth reading and worth checking out. Yeah. And for those of you that haven't listened to Bob Marley, I recommend you do that. <laughs> yep, there's some, there's some good music there. My my son, um, in his uh, all, all, of, all of eight years, he's, he will tell you the sing-along to and uh, tell you the words to Buffalo Soldier. Yeah, cool. Ah. Good, good shuffle song. I like that. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> Music's important too. I was talking mm. about that mm-hmm. last week, week before, in a group, in a group environment. Music soothes the savage beast. Well, it does, and it does for many mm. uh, middle-aged men that I play with. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of their one of their out, one of their outlets. <laughs> thinking that didn't oh, come across no. the right way. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> now, nah, Al, we'll just mute you. I've opened myself up there and I would not appreciate any comments. <laughs> yes, I am proficient in the man flute and the flesh flute. I play like nobody else, all right? And I've been introduced live on stage as the vocalist that plays a mean man flute. Yeah, while the rest of the audience looks a bit... What the fuck is it? What? And then I just stand there all embarrassed looking at the dickhead guitarist that introduced me and the band laughing. Um, yeah, it's quite funny. But anyway. Well, this is not the drama. Actually, a funny story is that uh, I had a meeting with a real estate agent and we're talking about music and someone said, oh, Luke plays music and he's fantastic. And I'm like, talk it down, you know. And um, look, I just play a bit on the side and that. He's going, oh yeah, 
I, I used to play the recorder and he was a bit of a straight shooter and I was going, oh yeah, a bit of the man flute, eh? And he's just sort of looking at me going, yeah, I wasn't that good. And I was just going, the flesh flute? And he's going, oh, I haven't heard of that instrument. And I just, the joke didn't go down. So I just, I said nothing more and I turned away and just walked the other way to look Sounds at a like wall. Policy. Yeah, went straight over the head. I thought, I thought I'm pretty funny, man, but I, I didn't want to break it down for him. Yeah. No. Um, anyway, not very relevant. Uh, but back to the music. Um, I was talking to someone about how they said that they constantly hear music in their head and it's quite repetitive and, you know, um, chews up a lot of bandwidth throughout their day. And yep. I said, oh, it's interesting. Are you a musician? And, and they, they played a fair bit. And you know, It depends what kind of music that plays in your head, you know, um, throughout the day. Um, could be voices that we've spoken about previously um, or, or, or music. And I said, well, you know, I, I play with a group and we were discussing that very thing about um, as soon as we try to control and put a lot of structure and form around some songs that we play, because mm. uh, they're original, so we write them out, we compose mm. and write them ourselves, um, that it starts to lose the magic. Mm. I was like, wow, that's interesting. So we tried it both ways. Um and it kind of worked a little bit, but then the drummer said, nah, it just doesn't It doesn't feel right. So even though in life we can have lots of structure and processes and systems around things, sometimes just the, the natural flow of things, yeah, and, and that connectedness between two or three people in a band um, really, really flows. And you, and you can't, yeah, as soon as you start to mess with it or pod, uh, you know, plod and poke at it, um, it starts to... Um, not fall apart it's just something that's not as as uh as magical in the feeling like when we do play it we just know it but the feeling is a lot better and a lot stronger there's a lot more magic there we feel a lot better about it music is one of those things that it's it's that very kind of experiential that feeling mm. um you know there, there's a whole section of music that's that they just kind of jam together yeah um and you know they can like musicians can come together they've never met each other they're going to do a completely original song and they're going to do it on the fly yeah um and it just works and it's and amazing to to listen to and that's yeah that's and they can even include singers yeah and that's yeah that's well said um well now if you want to bring bobby mcferrin back into this yeah he there is a youtube video of him at a science conference yeah and he talks about how music is consistent around the world. Yeah. It is independent of culture, language, etc. And he illustrates it by standing on the stage. Yep. And effectively jumping from spot to spot as though he's playing a keyboard. Yeah. So he jumps to a spot, hums a note. Pretty yep. quickly the, the, the audience has it. He then starts, he's jumping around, people are humming along. He then jumps to a spot he hasn't even shown them and they hit the note. <laughs> yeah, nice. It is the so universal people, it's language. It's just quiet. Yeah. And he said he does that all over the world and people always get it. Yeah. Now, I'm pretty sure it was just a, it was a basic pentatonic, you know, it was, it was, I think it was basically a major scale or something. Like yeah. Maybe a minor scale. Yeah. So it was, it was one of, but he said worldwide. It does not matter where he goes, it always works. Mm. Yeah, um, it's a great point. and then there's a whole conversation around um, African drumming and how you know how much kind of I don't know how much that gets inside a human, you yeah. know, and, and actually impacts how we are. Yeah. Know? So there's a lot of power in this stuff. There well, is, yeah, you... especially drumming, um, mm. that, that tribal innate 
uh, feeling. There's there's a few drumming classes that I've done in the past. Actually, my last birthday, my partner took me to one. So yeah. I used to play with some really like extraordinary hand drummers, like fan, like just blow your mind, like my god. And and I just fell in and started playing with them slowly, and you know you know your part, and it was very organic. Uh, but when it's on, it's on. It was fantastic. And it was great to play with a group. And you play with like people who've never played before right through to like expert hand drummers from overseas. Um, and once you get into that rhythm, that, that flow, they call it, um, it was just, yeah, it just brought up feelings. Like I, I'm just completely present. I'm not thinking about anything else. Mm. I'm not even thinking about putting my hand or playing that beat. I'm mm-hmm. actually feeling everything. So things like that are really be it playing in a band or, or, or drums, hand drums, are really uh, yeah, really good for the soul, I believe, mm. for, for me. Yeah. Well, there's, there's not a movie that doesn't have music in it that plays an enormous part to the experience of the... The, the, the pump up and... Yeah. yeah. Look at MasterChef. Uh, if you just don't watch it for a while, I mean, I don't watch it all the time, but the music is just... It's over the top. It's like watching the Titanic. You know, they've got the strings and, you know, like they're building it up. I'm like, hang Mm. on, man. We're just watching people plate Mm. up some dishes, like some food. Like it's, yeah, they just, it has that feeling. You're right, Mm -hmm. that resonance. It just like brings anything up. Yeah. All down. Yeah. Let's face it, it would be fucking boring television if they didn't ham it up a little bit with some music. (laughs) (laughs) I think they've done more than ham it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hand and played it up. Hand played. I used to the music I used to listen to when I when I drove uh, encouraged a particular type of driving. Oh and, right, yeah. And there, you know, I got a bit a little bit older, a little bit wiser, and uh, and but I still enjoyed the music. Yeah. And, and but I found whenever that type of music came on or I put it on, it would encourage a particular type of driving. So I kind of shifted away from that type of music when I was driving so I could be a bit more chilled out in my car. And and, and I eventually I've, I've stopped listening to a lot of that music just because of things like the words in it. Like I might love a tune and a sound and, you know, I love that music, but then the words that are in in it just don't really inspire me. Yeah. And I've eventually started listening to, to music that I never would have got anywhere near. I mean, when you were asking me about, a little bit about myself and the stuff that I was into. Yeah. Um, you know, I was uh, into you know kind of some pretty full-on type music like punk and stuff like that. Yeah. And and yeah, so the kind of music that I listen to now, you know, sometimes I've, I'm listening to pa- Katy Perry. Um, she's a strong she's got, songwriter. They're, yeah, there's there's some really great modern but, day. But yeah, back in back in the day, there's no way it would have gone anywhere near. That it's type not Belinda Carlisle so, or um, <laughs> anything like that. But, uh, but yeah, some of the songs that they sing, uh, I, I love them because of the lyrics. You know, the um, the one about the, the t- like, Hear Me Raw and the... Yeah, Gold Tunes, yeah. The Pink's got a lot of songs like yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Um, and the, you know, the, the fireworks and, you know, just some of those songs are so inspirational. Um, and so that's the type of music I listen to these days. It's, yep. you know, it doesn't fire me up the same way. It fires me up a very different way, but still, you know, I'm... I'm very inspired by the sort of music that I listen to. Mm. Uh, there was there was a song that I played the other day um, to a, to a group. They were you know they're reasonably, they're reasonably young, and I thought you know what they need 
a place to have a conversation from that's that's somewhat inspirational. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I chose a I chose a song that had some really great lyrics in it, and and we made that the focus of the the session together. Yeah, nice. Mm. So it wasn't Rob Zombie or no, no, like no, no, Sister of a Down. Uh, this is me. It's from uh, a soundtrack from uh, from a movie. Oh, okay, Greatest Showman. Yes. Yeah, yeah, mate. I've sung that before. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie with a great message in it as well, and I love that song. This is and uh, that you know that movie and that song in it is awesome. Yeah. Um. So you definitely have a look if you haven't seen the movie. Go see the movie, um, The Greatest Showman. If you have seen it, um, you just want a reminder of that uh, of that song. Uh, this is me. It's a good song. And um, well, do the one with the lyrics on it too, so you can read along. Make sure you catch all the words. Well, I was just singing with my daughters. Mm. They're like, Dad, sing. I'm oh, like, cool. Oh, yeah, you can sing. I'm like, yeah. Right. So, yeah, just follow the bouncing ball on the screen. But that was cool. Yeah, nice. But you say talk about punk music and metal. Like I listen to a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Some, some really great. Some of the greatest punk bands. You know, some of them. The music doesn't kind of match the meaning sometimes, and you can find that with a lot of music that it can be, you know, really heavy and dark, and then you, you know, you sort of. Everyone interprets lyrics differently and the feeling and the mood of the song. But sometimes they interview singers and they go, hey, what's this about? And it's something completely different. <laughs> I know as a songwriter, when I, I've got some heavy stuff that seems really angry, yep. but it's really deep and heartfelt. Like, it's, like it comes from a place of, um, you know, deep, deep sort of sadness. Yeah. So there's not a lot of anger behind it, even though the okay. music kind of carries it that way. It's yeah, very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's... Yeah, I, I, it's great. Some of the modern day songwriters really hit on the head. Whether it's a bit more commercially viable for them, mm. um, but there's still some other stuff out there that you know has really got some you know meaning and and heart and soul. Even though it's probably not doesn't sort of sound as you know inspiring as those. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Focus so there was a study, um, I think last year. I'll come back to and that. It found that, um, like really hardcore metal music the people that listen to it regularly yeah it had a calming effect on them yeah okay and for people that never listen to it it hot them up yeah okay yeah it's interesting like a a cigarette like long-term sort of because we talk about cigarettes and what it does and it pumps your heart up and everything but people go you know i just need to get relaxed and they'll have a you know they'll dart and they'll they'll chill out yeah i used to do the same i used to have a dart and i'd chill out sit down relax a cup of tea and you just think it does but it's not is it it's the heart rate well no i would calm down mentally i'm calm down what heart was doing yeah whatever no but like yeah theoretically it it feels that way but you know you, you it actually increases the heart rate and yeah well, so, it's so amazing, they say, but if it? i'm but if i'm actually chilled out yeah. you can tell me my heart's doing whatever like oh no you're getting all you know yeah well no i'm actually chilled out so it's a similar yeah that's that's yeah that's interesting al and russell that's a yeah it, um, mm. favorite bands you're talking what's mm. your favorite band ross oh, i could be just now yeah now i, I don't know i could really give a, a, a favorite band right now um oh there is a song that i that i love um the um, so the, ba- the rag, rag and Bone Man. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't. Ch- <clears throat> I can't up my phone because you know we're speaking to Al on that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's dialing in. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, love. There's a yeah song there. I, I love it. Um, and, but uh, yeah, I I don't um, really have a fan favorite band at the moment. 
Uh, but I, I do enjoy, that's probably one of my most recent favourite songs. Mm. 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 What about you, Al? Yeah, I, I could never say a fave. Um, and just for those that don't know, I've got a Bachelor of Arts in, in music, um, mm. major in music. So yeah, I've right. actually studied music to a fair degree. Um, and in fact, the favourite that came out of all that is Brahms. Good old Brahmsy, mate. Yeah. Mm. Um, so the two that have the biggest influence on me, so I have been in combination, however, uh, have a history as a new like you, Luke. Um, yeah. So the first one for me was Peter Garrett. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, went from Casey Kasem's top 40 yeah. to, to uh, listening to the Oils and, you know, then the Angels and Van Halen and that sort of thing. Yeah, but so Garrett, I literally had Garrett is God on my school diary for a while. Um, yeah, right. And then, uh, then when I started playing guitar, it was Hendrix. Yeah, cool. Mm, okay. Yeah, he's a bit of a synonymous guitar god. Yeah. Actually, I... I... Yeah. I probably do have a favourite band. Um, it's been one that I've always liked, The Clash. Yeah. Ah, I fought the law and the law. Yeah. Yeah, you got some great tunes. Yeah. Uh, should I stay they... or should I go? But so many people, that song, they, they hear it, they know the song, they can sing along to it, but they can't tell you who's yeah. who, who it's by. No. Yeah. It's, it's got a great chorus, doesn't it? Mm. Is it, um, if I stay there, will no, if I go, there will be trouble. Yep. If I say there will be double, yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. So it's got a lot of meaning behind, doesn't it? Mm. Like, yeah. <laughs> it does. So, Luke, what's your favourite band? Favourite band? Well, mine goes in ebbs and flows, but yeah, I like. Don't know that band. Well, no, it's a good name for a band. <laughs> it and is. I'll trademark that. Ebbs and flows. Yeah. Um, at the moment, I've been rediscovering some um, some Soundgarden as well. I used to be. I grew up on um, punk. Mm-hmm. Pop, funk, reggae, mm-hmm. dub, um, ska, you name it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like ska. Yeah, it's I good. I used to play mm-hmm. in, a, in a ska band, mm-hmm. yeah, with a couple of uh, horn players and stuff. Anyway, um, but yeah, at the moment, just rediscovering Soundgun. It's probably those 25, 27 years on some of these tunes and just, yeah, like, gives me goosebumps. And not a lot of music does these days. Um, yeah, really, uh, I suppose, lyrically driven because that's what, you know, I, I put a fair bit of emphasis on now because that's it. Melodically, that's what drives a lot of the music. So, um, it's cool. Offspring, um, yeah, Beastie Boys. Offspring, that was what I used to drop. Yeah. Used to do in the car. It's good stuff. Mm. I mean, that's pretty, pretty pump and churn, <laughs> yeah. <isn't> it? Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of off-the-cuff bands you might not have heard of. Local H, Pavement. Um, these are all sort of uh, other bands that you know get around that got some good grooves. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, System of a Down. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, it's yep. pretty eclectic. Some I of the old. Do you know they painted some dockers? Yeah, yeah, oh, cool. Yep, yep. Um, the oils. Well, some of the um, mm-hmm. some of the Midnight Oils. Yeah, uh, they got pretty some bloody good shit. Mm-hmm. Well written, crowded house. There's some of these Aussie mm-hmm. bands that, um, that were around uh, in their day with. Absolutely fantastic, well written, well played, great live. You know some of the mm-hmm. like some of the world's best live bands uh, mm-hmm. from Australia. So hugely varied, and it goes from month to month. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to yeah hip hop, uh, yeah Jurassic Five, um, sorts of old school hip hop as well. So the new stuff is highly produced. I say sometimes I struggle to listen to it unless it's um, smart and unique. Mm-hmm. I'll put it down to that. You can hear cool. it, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So I guess the uh, if there's nothing else that you guys want to share, 
Well, George, well, you're probably there, uh, not to want to open a new can of worms, but two of the most amazing gigs I've ever been to were Radiohead and the Gorillas. Yeah. Oh. Both. Gorillas, they started as an online-only band, didn't they? Well, so the cartoonist, yeah. the animated, animation cartoonist, was the fourth member of the band. Um, but yeah, the, at the gig, it opened with Snoop Dogg. Um, now he's banned from the country, <laughs> but they had him on this massive screen uh, singing Plastic Beach. Um, but yeah, they, and they had a, speaking of drum, had a, a drum band from somewhere in the Middle East. I can't remember exactly where on some of the trains. Yeah, no, it was just an incredible experience of animation and music and um and then radiohead's just radiohead you know, again they really they really talk to some some places in Seoul, you know yeah they're a great band and a lot of those mm. offshoots too i think gorillas had a mix of guys from blur which is sort of early 2000 mm. uh british mm. uh rock mm. would you call them rock or oh, pop pop yeah are really good so they sort of set the benchmark yeah Actually, probably indie rather than Britpop with them, I suppose. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, very British, yes. A few years ago, I went to have a look at a, um, a, a song, what type of music it was, and I discovered that there is not really a type of music anymore. There are <laughs> so many different variations and, and themes. Because and, what got me on the exploration was it used a couple of terms to describe the music, and one of them I'd never even heard of. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, what's that? And I started doing some research, and it was just a, a you know big cavern that I opened up. With yeah, it. So, oh, I'm like, what? <laughs> but that's the beauty is it knows mm. no no boundaries, and mm. you know some of the, some of the best bands I've seen off the back of what you were saying, uh, Faith No More's a good one. Uh, they're oh, yeah. such a tight band, live, like balls to the wall, just complete punch in the face. You're just mm. like, my god. Mm. You know, it's 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 produced. It's you know, it's it's sharp. It's clean. The sound's spot on. You know, like they really get the time to get it right. Um, mm. And one of their vinyls over there. Have you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty coveted, mm. uh, but really tight band. Great musos, and they've got offshoots of Phantom as and they're another band that were a mix of uh, Mike Patton, um, guy from the Melvins, Dave Lombardo, who's a famous metal drummer. And again, that was next level, absolute chaos, craziness. You just, mm. I'd never seen anything like it. Yeah, uh, yeah really, really woo-woo, very much woo-woo. <laughs> yeah, it's like jazz metal. You were just going, mm. no way. And they just played an, an enormous set. You just stood there gobsmacked. You just stared, your head's going, I can't get my head around and I can't mm. believe what I'm seeing. So an hour and a half later, we, everyone walked out. They're all like, oh. no one had actually yeah. been moving around or dancing. It was like, oh, well, okay, what do we mm. say about that? So... Yeah, music yeah. Um, interacts with both sides of the brain, they, mm. depending on what's going on. Yeah. Um, classical music apparently stimulates um, the, the, the brain in a particular way, and it's great for learning. Okay. It's a very good learning stuff because it works on both sides of the brain. Nice. Yeah. Especially Baroque. Yeah, okay. Oh, right, I'll there you go. punch that in. Yeah. Some back. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Awesome. All right. So inject some music into your life because it can inject whatever oh, you want, yeah. you know. Um, it, it creates mood. Uh, it creates learning op- learning states. Mm. It creates all sorts of things, um, and and make the most of that. I love to wake up with a something. You know, if it's music, it's a good way to go as well. Yeah, nice. Um, have a particular tune to, to kick yourself off. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, if you ever want to change your mood, just click on the tunes. And Eye of the Tiger is a good one to mm-hmm. yeah. Just yeah. in any situation <laughs> yeah. you want it on, just that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Nice. 
Love it. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> I look forward to catching you on the next episode. Thank you. Cheers. This has been Ross Pepper, Alistair McDonald, and Luke Farrar for the Ross L. and Luke Show. If you wish to get in contact with us regarding the show, please reach out to us via email on rosslluke at gmail.com. To discover more about myself, Ross Pepper, please visit my website, rosspepper.com. To check out Al and discover what he can do for your team, please visit his website, alistairmcdonald.com.au. And if you're ready for an awesome sign for your business, be sure to visit luke at lfsigns.com.au. You have been listening to the Ross Allen Luke Show. Thanks for listening and have a spectacular day.